2: Welcome everyone to WCW Retro.
3: I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stroh, the maestro of wrestling. Great to be here with you guys once again. Uh, lots to talk about tonight. Oh my goodness. Well, first off, welcome to WCW Retro. As I said earlier before, it's a place to be where we talk about past, present, future, professional wrestling, plus so much more. You never know who's going to call in, it's half the fun. It's wild, wild west the podcasts right here. WCB Retro on VOCNation.com. And uh, there's a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, Tonight's big topic is what if. So if you have a favorite what if scenario situation in wrestling history that you would like to share of your choosing, uh, call in anytime during tonight's live WCB Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And before we get to talking what if with you guys tonight uh, I'd like to make a few announcements, if you will And a shout-out uh, First off, shout-out to Masters of Ring Entertainment Mastersofringentertainment.com Fish with Special Friends And friends.com Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada Find out what they're up to at Facebook.com slash Wrestling.
4: Um...
3: Enjoy all the podcasts we got here on VUCNation.com. For example, uh, In the Room, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wrestling with History, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, And enjoy all the great podcasts we got going at VUCNation.com. Just go to VUCNation.com for the dates and times of your respected and favorite VOC Nation podcast and support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at slash VOC Nation and get your favorite VOC Nation t shirt today, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly on the Papa Stroke, the Four Faces of Stroke. And thank you as always for your support for VOCNation.com. And if you would like to make a donation to yours truly, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you for those that have already donated. But if you'd like to donate, to me <laughs> uh, Send them my Paypal At paypal.me M as a Mary E and E Slash Papa Stro And all together That's paypal.me Slash Papa Stro And thank you In advance For his support And I do have Papa Stro Merch on, currently on sale And currently the month Of Papa Ween In October All ages Including pets uh, Get your Papa Ween Merch today At The Dot com Slash merchandise That's T H E S T R O dot com slash merchandise. That's T-H-E-S-T-R-O dot com slash merchandise. And get your Papa Wing merch today before it's gone. So act now. Um, I'm currently accepting bookings for uh, if you cast. you'd like to cast me for your television or film, uh, commercial endorsements, uh, have me for your Comic-Con event, convention, uh, seminars, voiceover, commentary, uh, charity functions, interviews, uh, radio, autograph signings, what have you. I do a lot these days. Uh, so if you, if you like the book, yours truly. Hit me up. Stroh for you. S-T-R-O-4-Y-A at Yahoo.com. dot for you ya at Yahoo.com. Let's talk business. And if you'd like to be a special guest on an upcoming episode of WCB Retro, hit me up. At WCW Retro at Yahoo.com Let's get you some exposure if you will Right here on WCW Retro uh, And for my social media roundup uh, My official website is Thestro.com T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com Facebook at Stro the Maestro Instagram at Stro Maestro uh, Subscribe to my YouTube channel guys At YouTube.com Slash Stro Maestro I'm also on Twitch At Twitch.tv Slash Real As well But uh Any social media You see me on Add me as a friend Stay in touch I'm everywhere these days And uh And tomorrow night On my sci-fi horror show Uh The Stroh Zone At my Facebook page Facebook.com Slash Stroh the Maestro Uh At midnight eastern standard time Uh The feature will be The Wolfman From back in the day So uh Please tune into that Um Also, uh, next weekend of the 30th, I'll be at the premiere of an upcoming film that I'm starring in called The Devil's Daughter, a Harlequin origin story. And in this film, my star is Dr. Jeremy Arkham. And uh, lots of Harlequin Batman characters. And of course, it's a Harlequin origin story. But uh, uh, proceeds of that uh, premiere will be, and and the film itself will be going to Gracious Hands, who helps people with that deal with domestic violence. So, uh, for more information on the premiere, and how you can get tickets uh, to the premiere, it'll be at the Golden Ticket Cinemas Twin in Lenoir, North Carolina, uh, next Saturday night, I believe, on the 30th of October, Halloween weekend. Uh, for more ma- information on that. Uh, go to facebook.com slash real That's facebook.com slash real And with that, we'll take our first commercial break. And when we come back, we'll be talking what if right here on WCW Retro. And leaving our commercial, let's let's see what we can play here for you guys. Uh right. Oh, goodness. Let's play some Lex Luger. And when we get back, we'll talk what if. Be back in a minute, folks. Stick with us.
1: It's Lex and You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out.
5: Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for.
6: Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm.
7: And you know Later there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great
6: guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus,
7: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings.
6: And then
7: uh, uh, I get pregnant either.
1: on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOCNation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app.
6: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network.
1: Yo, this is Jerry Steiger, of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs nah, here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mama. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide.
8: VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer, Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor, Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality, Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrator's Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adon, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger, Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation.
4: Hola,
0: this is your amiga Shelly from Cali to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests, Sometimes I let you on in the cheese, mess, fill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOT Nation. Be there or be
6: TheOCNation.com Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. TheOCNation.com WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday night's 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network.
1: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
3: Welcome back to WCB Retro Papa Stro here, man, great to have you with us as always Tonight's big topic is what if So if you have a, your favorite What if scenario situation In wrestling history you'd like to share Please call in 914-338-1885 Once again that number is 914 338 And before we get to uh, Talking what if Tonight uh, just like to acknowledge, uh, about the, uh, crown jewel event that took place, uh, uh, today, actually, for WWE, um, uh, a great card, I gotta admit, a great card, uh, great wrestling in itself, um, uh, we didn't really see, uh, any dramatic title changes and all, but, I mean, all the great matches and, uh, um, some solid ones that. We did get, get have, however, a new king of the ring and new queen, actually. Uh, Savio Vega, uh won the Queen's Crown Tournament over so Dewdrop. And Xavier Woods is now the new king of the ring as he defeated Finn Bauer in the finals. Uh, both uh, solid matches. And uh, the women's title match with uh, Becky Lynch, uh, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair was uh, as solid as they come. uh, Great job, all the ladies. Uh, A solid match with Big E and uh, Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. And uh, the main event, solid as well, uh, Roman Reigns retaining. Block of a Brock Lesnar and uh, a uh, a tremendous Hell in a Cell match with uh, Edge and Seth Rollins, probably uh, as, as some would say, uh, up for match of the year, no doubt. Those guys a good, solid performance for sure. But uh, yeah, all in all, it was a great card. I enjoyed it, uh, been watching it, and I'm looking forward to SmackDown tomorrow. And uh, it'll be like the return of Charlotte Flair to SmackDown brand tomorrow as well. So looking, looking forward to checking that out as well as uh, I think Rampage AEW Rampage is tomorrow and then AEW Dynamite is, is Saturday. Uh, looking for that, looking forward to that as well. Once again tonight we'll be talking what if. Uh, Scenarios and situations throughout wrestling history And if you like to share your what if um, Story with us uh, Call in 914-338-1885 Once again the number is 914-338-1885 And uh, let's see what you got See what your what ifs are For sure I'll give you one for example um, uh, What if just to get your feet wet into the what if topic. Uh what if the Undertaker ended up being the NWA world heavyweight champion? Uh, could that have been possible? Um uh, I'm I'm sure there was a few times in wrestling history where that that almost could have happened actually. Uh, but uh, can you imagine that dynamic? The Undertaker being the NWA World Heavyweight Champion—something uh, to think about, <laughs> for sure. But uh, I would love to hear your uh, what-if topics. Uh, once again, number to call in tonight it is nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. Let's get your feedback on that as well. Uh, we'll be taking an- another commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be uh, talking more what ifs with you guys. So uh, stick
8: with us. This is a slicer, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation
6: check out In The Room.
3: Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in.
6: Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
7: And you and Later are there too, right, Wade? We sure are, and we've got great guests
6: like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus,
7: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. I didn't get broken new.
6: Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We
7: were getting into, like, snuff film territory. There.
6: In the room
7: nine PM Eastern on VOC Nation.
1: Wrestling with history, it's the voice of choice and killer can Wrestling.
8: When I die, they're gonna open me up and find about two thousand undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets.
1: Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on?
7: Jesus, how did I get roped into this?
8: General
1: Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried and Good could I've done
8: lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war.
2: Everybody loves
1: Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOCNation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app.
8: On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Press discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Each and every Thursday night. Yo, this
1: is Jerry Stein to the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian yeah, no, sure you get, re- get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in his mama. Get ready, Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to
3: WCW S Pat Patastro here, and tonight we're talking what if. So if you'd like to give your what if your favorite what if scenario situation in wrestling history, uh call in tonight, anytime. Nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. Once again the number is nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. And uh let's let's begin, shall we? Okay, let's go to oh, I believe this
7: is Mr. Hollywood. Mr.
3: Hollywood, welcome back to WWE Retro, brother. How you doing?
7: How you doing, Pastor Mike? How you doing? You doing okay?
3: Great, man. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, t- Tonight we're talking what if, man. Uh you have uh, any favorite what if scenarios
7: you'd like to share with us
3: of your choosing?
7: I'll tell you what. See, uh, I'm, being like, I'm being like the Undertaker, man, the N.W. champion. Wouldn't that have been something? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I mentioned earlier there was a
7: couple times in
3: uh, history that that may very well could have happened. Wow. And it it might could still happen, actually, if you think about it.
7: (laughs) Wow. Is he he, he, he he still a wrestler? Well, actually, he just made an appearance in Saudi Arabia
3: around that area uh, right before uh, the last, I think it was last night. Uh, he introduced wow. Pitbull in the concert there. Wow! <laughs> so, wow! He got be to and, and, and full Undertaker garb too. So.
7: <laughs> wow, that's incredible. That's a, that's incredible. I mean, yeah, that that would just probably see Undertaker N.W. World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs>
3: yeah, that, that that'd
7: be
3: uh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Be amazing. Well,
7: what about? Uh, uh, what a, what about um uh, uh what about Ryan Garvin's Garmin the W champions <laughs> W <WWF> champions.
3: <laughs> you know, that's uh that's an interesting situation in itself. Um mm-hmm. you know, he uh, had those series of matches with Greg Hammer Valentine there in WWE years back and uh you know, if uh, if we would have the opportunity, can you imagine him going against the Hulk Hogan for
7: I know East check. Wow. Wow, that that would have been something Ronnie Garvin hands us on against the Hulk Hogan. I think that would have been a good matchup too. Oh absolutely. That would have been Ronnie Garvey and Hulk Hogan? Oh man. I
3: I'm really surprised we never got that honestly, cause, uh I mean that that would definitely have been a solid. <laughs>
7: I'm you, I think mean, I think that probably that was probably have been a match for the ages, you know what I mean? A match for the ages.
3: Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, Ronnie Garvin, and, I mean, I I thought he could go with the best of them, honestly.
7: At, oh, no, that time. course. I mean, because he, yeah, he, I mean, he was a tough customer. I mean, he was really a tough customer. I mean, Ronnie, I mean, Ronnie Garvin, he is no joke. By I no means. Was...
3: Right. In and, and, and the words had, of J.R.
7: Jim Ross, He's tougher than two dollar uh, steak.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, no no doubt no doubt about it. I mean, like I said, you know, I mean I mean that's the good like the the knockout, like the the chops, we do like those chops. I know mean, like when we in the Nashville, like we do those chops. We do those chops on flame, we can hear it.
3: Oh yeah, I mean I I gotta test from being in the ring with him I, I gotta test, I mean he hits hard. <laughs>
7: Garvin does. It sounds.
3: It sounds it sound like it too. Yes. It that's it's the name Hands of Stone, right? <laughs> Ronnie yes, Garvin. Yeah,
7: Hands of Stone, Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin. I tell you, yeah, that was that was something, you know, Ronnie Garvin, WWF champion. <laughs>
4: wow.
7: Yeah. You know, uh, a
3: yeah, lot Another possibility, if you think about it, was uh. Can you can you imagine if Butch Hacksaw Butch Reed had that uh, opportunity to face Hogan for the title and become champion?
7: Oh yeah, yeah, that have been a oh, what if. Yeah, you're right. Cause he was he was a uh he was a uh, incredible wrestler, Butch Reed. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, I remember him. Yeah, that that was been yeah that was been that was been a good um, what if. Uh, him and Hogan. Yeah, that was been a good what if.
3: And and. And at the time he, he could have won been the world champion before Ron Simmons, you know what I mean?
7: Oh yeah, you're right, exactly. You're right, because yeah, you're absolutely right, 'cause he was before he was before Ron Simmons, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Butch Reed,
3: man, he was around a long time.
7: Yeah, that's,
3: that's but, yeah, right. Uh, I, like I you know think. he had a he had he had a you know, he, he feuded with Rick Flair for a while for the N W A World Championship, uh back when he was in the of Mid-South of Bill Watts, right? But, yeah. um, but like, as far as, you know, him winning the WWE championship, you know, when Hulk, Hulk Hogan was champion, well, you know, he, I don't think he, he had, had that chance, right? So,
7: but, right, yeah.
3: But if he did, did, can you imagine? I mean, that would oh, be tremendous. It would have been,
7: yeah. Cause, I mean, he's a, he's, I mean, he's an incredible wrestler. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he's one of he's one of my favorites. He's
3: definitely one of my favorites. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I I told quite a few people that uh, some of the best punchers in the business was uh, Jerry Lawler, Bobby Eaton, oh, and yeah. Axel Butch Reed. Man, and he was like oh, one of my yeah. top three. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? You yeah.
7: I mean? I Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because yeah, cause, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that.
3: Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm and, still trying to punch like Butch Reed, man.
7: <laughs> he <is the> biggest <laughs> punch I've ever face in my life. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he, was he was definitely you know, one of my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Just, he had a lot of the real life, a lot of things. You know, I mean, I could say that would definitely been a, a dream, a, a dream of the, of the ages. Right.
3: We'll we'll be in joint 312 area code. Uh, welcome to WCB Retro.
5: Hey, Stroach, Chaz. How are you?
2: Chaz, brother, oh, you welcome doing, back, Chaz? man. I missed it. <laughs> how you doing, How brother? you doing?
5: I'm good. Happy to be back. Just had a little little bit of a health scare recently, but nothing I can't handle.
3: Oh, man, you're praying for you, him, man.
7: Yeah, so glad I, to have I you back. I appreciate it. Hope you're, hope you're all right.
5: Yeah, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: tonight we're talking um, what if. And we're talking all kinds of crazy situations that could have happened or might have happened in wrestling history, man. Uh, you, you, you got, I got a
5: what if, if for you?
2: Camera? Yeah, sure.
5: Yeah, here, I, I got a good what if for you. What if Vince right. McMahon Sr. would have turned superstar Billy Graham babyface? You would never have a Hulk Hogan.
7: You know, I absolutely
3: know, you know what? I, I absolutely what? agree with you. You know, that's really interesting. That could have changed the whole dynamic of a lot of things.
2: (laughs) Well, you know,
5: when Superstar was selling out Madison Square Garden, little known fact is that they used to change the audio on the the film because he was getting cheered by 80% of the crowds. Wow. Right. But Vince Senior had it set in stone. Back when Vince Senior ran the show, he had it set in stone when you would win the title when you would lose the title, and he didn't waver off the off the formula. But had he changed and listened to the crowd and turned superstar Billy Graham baby face and not, and not had Backlund go over for the title, you don't have a Backlund. You don't have an Iron Sheik winning the title, and you sure as hell right. won't have a Hulk Hogan.
7: You're right. you're right. I mean, he was a Hulk Hogan before Hulk Hogan. It, you oh, yeah.
3: know, the Madison Square Garden match would have been totally uh, Superstar Billy Graham and Iron Sheik instead, if, the, oh, if, if yeah. that's where the
0: situation is.
5: Oh, sure. Most definitely. Just an interesting little what if. You know, the other one is, um, what if Buddy Rogers had beaten Ric Flair for the Nature Boy title?
7: Wow. I mean, that would have been Oh, wow.
5: Because
3: that was two out of three falls. Yeah. So much Yeah. What if he didn't pass the torch, right?
5: (laughs) Uh, Buddy was known for, for going into business for himself. That's how he got in trouble with Bruno. So, I mean, you know, what if, what if Buddy doesn't do the job? Now what?
3: If, if, if that were to happen, we very well could have seen a Ricky Rhodes because remember, uh, I think Dusty and Rick was talking about Rick wanting to be a Rhodes at one time. (laughs) Guess he he idolized Dusty.
7: (laughs) Old
5: rambling Ricky Rhodes.
2: Yes. But then again, you don't get a you
5: know, and here to a lesser extent, you don't get a Buddy Landell because Buddy Landell was the 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 latest one to at that time to to uh, use the Nature Boy moniker, and he and Flair had a series of matches, and Flair defeated him, and so Buddy, while he was still using the, using the persona and using the gimmick per se, never climbed to the heights that he probably could have, and Buddy was a hell of a worker.
3: And wow. can you imagine yeah, if he, really he did, if he kept himself focused, and if he did, that would have changed everything. It would, it would have changed the horsemen and all that stuff. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah.
5: I'll, I'll give you guys one more and then I'm going to back off and let everybody else talk, but... um what happens if Gino Hernandez doesn't get run in with the wrong crowd, and actually gets elevated in the NWA like the plan was?
3: Oh, oh my gosh, man, he he was on his way too. Oh my gosh.
5: Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Especially after after Kerry Von Erich proved to be less than um, less than reliable as champion. Wow.
7: You know,
5: Fritz wow. wanted to have one, mm-hmm. one more of his guys out there, and Gino would have been perfect.
3: Wow. Oh, can you imagine? I
5: mean, in my opinion, Gino, was the horseman rolled into one.
3: Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree. He would definitely eventually have been the top guy somewhere.
5: Yeah, I think so. Because he was. I think so.
3: Oh, that's great.
5: So, those are my three yeah. that came off the top of my head.
3: I was a big fan of him and Chris Adams when they were teaming together.
5: Oh hell yeah! They they brought nuclear heat to Texas. I mean, you know, it was back <laughs> yes. when when the Von Erichs It was after the birds left, and it was when the Von Erichs needed a new a uh, new um, antagonist per se, and they brought out Gino mm-hmm. and Chris. You know, Gino and Chris, like I said, had he not been in world class, had they been in Crockett, they would have been challenging for the NWA World Tag Team Championship. No two ways about it.
3: Oh, absolutely. Totally. Wow. God, They would have been great chance. The other
5: one for Mr. Hollywood is, what if Vern uh, Gagne would beat Hogan what he was worth? Wow.
7: <laughs> that's incredible. You
5: know?
7: Yeah, what if? He's Hogan what, what he's
5: worth, and Hogan doesn't go to the WWF.
7: What if? What if? Heck, yeah, he could have saved the AWA,
5: you is? know? <laughs> he could have saved yeah?
2: the AWA.
5: He probably could have saved the territory system, because Vince right. went nuts and went rough shot, you know, picking up talent, because he had Hogan carrying the carrying the ball for him, and that merchandise train was rolling. I mean, oh, yeah. between T-shirts, headbands, vitamins,
7: you're right, right. kinds of stuff they were selling. You're Right, you're absolutely right.
3: And if that were the case, Bischoff would have never left. He never went to the, the right? WCW. Yeah.
5: Right? Wow.
7: That's, that's, AWA, yeah, you know, that's something.
5: the AWA is strong, you don't get Medusa Michelli
7: leaving. Wow. There's that's no Wonder right. Blaze. mm Wow, that's that's something. Like I said, if Eric Bischoff would have never, never came to WCW, wow, what if? <laughs> so if NWO would have never done yeah. that as we know it,
5: no, nah, you wouldn't have had a WCW as you know it. Because Crocker would oh, yeah,
2: have
5: right. kept his Mid Atlantic territory, and the Grams would have right. kept Florida, and right. uh, Turner would have just been running out of T would have just been running um, the TBS TV show like he was for years and years.
2: Yeah, wow! So it's
5: interesting. I think when you're starting to talk about a, a what if show, it's interesting to note that uh, each event. Kind of linked to another,
7: you know. Right, right, right. And if that were the of, case, in terms if, of, if that
3: were the case, Kurt Hennig and Scott Hall probably would still be in the WWE. They never went to WWE, and we never had a oh, Razor Ramon Scott, Scott Hall
5: would have <laughs> still been the American Starship, along with Danny Spivey. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, wow. had that Tom Selleck wow. mustache.
5: <laughs> First time I saw Scott wow. Hall work, he was the American. He was at the Super Clash 1. He was the American Starship. I think he was Coyote, if I'm not mistaken. Wow.
3: Yeah, yeah wow. him and Dan Spivey were tag team partners.
5: Yes, they were. Wow.
7: Yeah, yes, they I were. AWA. He came from AWA, right? Yeah.
5: yeah, the first time I saw Scott work was at AWA, NWA Super Clash show. And uh, he was in the undercard. And, you know, big guy. Didn't know much about him. Didn't know who he was, but...
7: He could go. Wow! Guys, give me one second. I'll be right back. Give me one second. Okay. That that's pretty interesting. (laughs) You look at Scott Hall. It's amazing how Scott Hall has. It's amazing how Scott Hall he evolved. You mean from AWA to WWF
3: to WCW? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and. uh. I mean, he's been around a long time. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
5: All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Yeah. It
3: it, it makes you wonder if uh, if if there weren't a, like a possibility, maybe somewhere in there that somehow AWA and the WWE could have had like a working relationship or something. Got past all the yeah. political beef, you know.
5: Well, uh, the, the funny part, in my opinion, about that is that Vince Jr. didn't want – he didn't want the territory system. He didn't want any working relationships. He wanted the yeah. quarter market, and he was going to succeed or fail. Wow.
3: Yeah, that's true.
5: I mean, you know, at that's one true. point, I think there was a story floating around that Senior pulled him off to the side of the garden one night and said, Vinny, what the hell are you doing? These guys are connected wow. with the mob. They're going to kill you. And
4: he did pay any money. He
5: said, no, they're not. I think it was, I'm not mistaken, I, I don't want to put names on it, but I think the rumor was it's that Bill Watts was going to put a hit out on Vince Jr. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. Don't forget, okay. the territories, they were, the territories were financed silently by uh, members of the see-through Sock nation, for lack wow. of a better
3: term.
2: <laughs> wow. We'll be enjoyed
5: by
3: Steve.
2: Uh, Steve, w- Welcome.
3: Welcome to WC wow. Retro, man. We're talking what ifs tonight, man. How
7: you doing? How you doing,
9: bro? Yeah, How you doing, Steve? Doing good. Just listening what in. have uh, had some good what ifs. Uh, I I thought of one when I was listening. Um, what if Andy Kaufman had, you know, when when approaching Richard Man Senior, would have been Senior, had took him up on his offer and worked with Andy Kaufman. Wouldn't have gotten that uh, Jerry Lawler, David Letterman uh, segment. I don't think it would
5: have been as, I don't think it would have been as big as it was with Lawler. I, I right. think going down to Memphis, they they embraced it more than Vince Sr. would have. I think Vince would have put it on there as a a one-off, and then that was it.
9: Right. But I'm pretty sure Vince just he wanted to protect his business and not make it more sports entertainment at that time. So, well yeah, you know, what Vern, you know what Burn Vern situation.
3: wanted to do with Cheek, Sheik even an Iron Sheik even this Vern wanted him to make Hogan pay for leaving him you know when he went to uh, WWE there. And uh Iron Sheik told him he wouldn't do it, you know, I mean 'cause you know, he didn't want to have any heat with Vince. Well wow. Yeah,
9: I, I, think I get it. I think, well I think if, if if Vince Senior had worked with Andy Kaufman, I think Andy Kaufman would be in the Hall of Fame right now. Because I I don't get why he's not in the Hall of Fame, other than they just didn't use him back then. Yeah.
5: If Vince Senior didn't sell to his son, there wouldn't be a Hall of Fame
7: because he didn't believe in it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. Totally incredible.
3: But I've I've often wondered if they could have got past their political beef if. Somehow they had like a work, working, somewhat of a working relationship with a, AWA and uh, WWB down, you know what I mean, down the years.
5: Would have been nice, but you know, like I said, Vince, Singer, Vince Jr. didn't care about the territories. He sure as hell yeah. didn't care about the NWA like his father did, and he he would just rather get these guys out of the way and run his brand and call it a day, which he pretty much did. Yeah. If if
3: it was senior, yep. I think it'd be a, a more of a possibility. But like you said, junior was he had other things in mind.
5: <laughs> yes, he did. But you got to give him a lot of credit, though. Any guy that would any guy that would put up his house against the show, against producing a show,
2: wow. that guy that
5: guy's got brass stones. You got to give him credit. I mean, WrestleMania yes. one,
4: <laughs>
2: Vince
5: mortgaged his house to put the show on. What? So that's crazy. I give him a lot of credit. I mean, he, he took his stones and he laid them on the table and said, "Here, let's play."
3: Wow! He <laughs> sure did. Wow! What a game! Best what a game!
5: I mean, that show could have yeah. tanked. It could have been here. What if oh, WrestleMania yeah. did? What if WrestleMania One
4: tanked <laughs>
5: and didn't
2: draw? Oh my God! Maui. Wow! And it
3: and it could have easily tanked. Look! Look! Look how much he had to finance that thing. That's the one with Liberace, right? Muhammad Ali and all that?
5: Yep. All those guest
3: appearances? (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
5: Not to mention wrestling at that time, you know, pay-per-view was was so brand new. It was still, a lot of it was still closed-circuit TV, and nobody ran on a Sunday afternoon. WrestleMania started at 1 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern Time. No one ran at 1 o'clock on a Sunday. And any type of business. Mm That's I mean, crazy. you know, NWA days, and Stro, you know this better than anybody. The 1 o'clock Sunday show was the throwaway show in some small town so that the guys can get to the larger town and work the 7 o'clock show.
4: Uh, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. That's
7: right. The good old days. What if? <laughs> yeah. What, what if? Is? What is? I miss them. Yeah. I miss
5: the good old days. You know, like I said, oh,
7: yeah, me too. when
5: cable first when cable first came out, on any Saturday you were a kid in the candy store. You had seven yeah, different right. promotions you could have watched.
7: You're absolutely right. Of course, I was watching NWA National Wrestling Line. That's what I was watching.
8: TBS.
5: Uh, I'll tell you a little-known show that I was watching that was always good was Leah Maya Polynesian Pro Wrestling. You caught it. Oh, that. Was you a, caught them. Yeah, the that Financial News yeah. Network. Right. Wow. Yeah. She ran a hell of a promotion uh,
3: down in Hawaii. Here, here's a what if for you. You know, can can you imagine if Jushin Liger was still around and what he could do for like a, a promotion like AEW, being they you know they bringing you know top Japanese stars from time to time. And having, yeah, like, I mean, Jushin Liger uh, on the Dynamite zone? I
9: yeah. think if Brian Pillman, if Pillman Jr. wasn't under contract in MLW at the time, I think it would have been cool if they had done a Pillman Jr. Jushin Liger match on that first Dynamite.
3: Wow, can you imagine?
9: Wow. What if? What if? Well, oh, here's,
5: Liger was at, was at um, CAC, sure, what, three years ago? Four years ago?
4: Yes. Yeah. Yes,
5: they could have very easily sure matched him up with anybody at, uh, during the Casino Royale shows. Would have been oh, huge.
3: Oh no Oh my God, I'd, I'd wow. grab my popcorn. <laughs> Why? <What? laughs>
5: oh yeah, we would. We would all come out of the locker room for that one. Wow. I
3: know. I know. I did uh, when he wrestled Ben Wall when he came to WCW and did some shots with Ben Wall, right? <laughs> And, uh, we we're all like, um, like Brett, myself, I mean, we we're all like at the monitor watching, you know. Oh,
2: that's
9: crazy. I gotta, I gotta wonder if, uh, what if, uh, the all in event didn't take place? Would AEW have, uh, started, you know, with the momentum they have?
4: Well,
7: um, AEW even mean
3: around if it all in and uh do do well. I, I a yeah. that's, that's a good question. What that's a what I think uh, you know what? I, I I think I think I think I think I think I think omega and I think 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 I
7: think I think yeah.
9: I think they what if, what okay. I think they would have been like the faces of that New Japan USA subsidiary in California. Right. But tell you what you were you were gonna
7: say what if brother Yeah what if what if what if ho Hogan was but it never came to WCW. What if?
3: Oh, well. That's um, a big one, isn't it? <laughs> that w- Yes, it is.
7: <laughs> that would have changed a lot I of mean, things. <laughs> think about it. If Hogan, if Hogan, if Hogan would have stayed in WWF for life, it may not have even been an NWO. I mean,
9: yeah, it, it would have been interesting to have seen what WWE yeah. would have done with, it, with the villain and Hogan. Like, how soon would Hogan turn in WWE? If he there
3: might have been an NWO eventually, but uh, Maybe. I, I think we would have seen, like definitely different players if Hogan I wasn't involved.
9: Eric, Eric said if Hogan wouldn't do the turn and go in that he would have had Sting in there. So you probably would have had a Sting-led NWO, which... Might not have been big, but it would have been a big deal for the Sting fans
7: to see him turn. And the thing about it, you know, like I said, the thing about it was Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. I mean, you know, I hate to say it. I mean, you know, it didn't it didn't become full circle until Hogan came in. Because let's, let's look, let's look here. When well, you know when when it was Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, it was I think mean, it was going against Sting, or whatever. It it didn't. Then then you comes into a full circle to Hogan. When Hogan came in, flip. You I mean that's when the game changed. And if you take if you take Hogan out of the equation, you know what I mean what 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 would have been the outcome without a Hogan? Scott Hall and Kevin now, Nash. Now Sting, now, now Sting. You know
3: he he would have made somewhat of an impact if he would deter, do the turn, but uh, Hogan. <laughs> Ogan was definitely the best guy to for, for the whole deal, honestly. Because it, hit, I mean, his, the impact of him hauling Nash that that was that was, that was a game
7: changer. It was. It, it, it would have. What it mean?
9: it would have impacted things. Rise too as the crow's thing because he needed NWO to really elevate himself as the savior of WCW as well. Yeah, exactly. he, he was
4: like
9: uh, a perfect uh, ride you're absolutely the right, plus, Steve. You're absolutely
7: the right. Because if it was, yeah. if it wasn't for NWO, it wouldn't have been the Crows thing, the quiet the thing, the quiet crow's thing coming from the Raptors. All black. You
5: know, plus you gotta you gotta realize the shock value of Hogan turning heel hadn't been seen in what? Twenty years? Twenty five years?
3: Right. Right. Oh
5: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean we look we'll back on it. Oh, one one
3: there. one. So break up. let's oh, see this on, is. Brian. It's like a box of chocolates here. That's okay. It's okay.
7: <laughs> Welcome to W.W. Retro. Hey, how you doing? Oh, how Brian. you doing? How you doing? Welcome I, how you doing?
10: I, I'm trying to keep sane and hang in there. How, how y'all doing? Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Aren't we all. <laughs> the
5: rest of us are shit crazy. It's fun. You ought to join in.
10: <laughs> oh, uh,
7: come in. I've, come in. The I think fun. everybody's
10: probably crazy.
4: <laughs>
10: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> We're just right now, what I'm fifty-four years old.
5: Jerry Funk. Jerry Funk was yeah. "Once you turn fifty-four, you're middle-aged and crazy."
10: <laughs> that's, that's it. I got, I got, uh, I got two, two. Um. What if back in the day, uh, when uh, Vincent Man was coming up with a gimmick for the guy that carried the American in the two by four instead of it being hacksaw Jim Duggan, he made it, Dossy. And made Hacksaw Jim Duggan the million dollar man.
7: Whoa, whoa. That's definitely a what if. That is definitely a what if. No doubt about it.
9: I don't think it would have I don't think it would have said. Meant to be <laughs> I think Hacksaw is too rough of a guy to be a millionaire type.
10: Yeah, I, I, I mean and WCW when they – uh when he shaved his beard and stuff, I, I don't think that was good either, you know? I mean, he he just wasn't seen in my eyes. As, as a, a, a big, uh, so. big, uh,
9: big hack on what if is what if hack on Aaron Sheik hadn't gotten wrestled. Like,
2: <laughs> hey,
9: that yeah. kind of yeah. <laughs> really put wrestling in a different light and it kind of exposed the... Business, uh, to an extent, you know, before Vince yeah. could. Now, going, the along the other,
5: going along with going along with that,
10: go
5: ahead. Said, what if Ken Patera and Mr. Saito never got caught?
3: Yes, hmm. that's oh. a good one. Um.
2: Uh,
10: i so the pops- oh, Go ahead. i I was just gonna say the other the other what if I had is most interesting to say the least. What if Rick Slayer was never the leader of the full horse but he was never the nature boy and the nature boy was Kurt Hennin. And Kurt Hinnan was the leader of the four horse. And Rick Flair was Mr. Perfect. Well you
7: know, what it? Nope. Well
5: when got a well, little
3: in order for that to happen, Kurt Inick would have had to spend some, some, some time with the NWA. You know, for that to happen. So yeah. and, and his origins was mostly, you know, with Gagne and the AWA. You know what I mean? Mostly. So I mean, unless something happened in the early years where Kurt Hennig, you know, jumped ship, if you will.
9: Yeah, I think um, Brian. When you mentioned the million dollar, sorry, when you mentioned the million dollar man I think I think Rick Rude would have been a uh, better million dollar man than Hacksaw, but it might not have been as good as it might not been as good as But I think Rude could have pulled it off.
3: Mr. Hollywood,
7: you you were going to say something yes, earlier. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a question. Um, didn't, um, I don't know if it was in WWE or WWE. Um, WWE it was um, There was some kind of Canadian group that I think Hexxer was a part of. You had turned back. It was some kind of Canadian wrestling uh, organization. That was, that? That
10: was a Team Canada, and there was also a, a Team right? Canada over yeah, T- in Team but it was the same yeah. ones.
7: He was team, yeah, team it was Team Team Canada. It was Team Canada. He was yeah. he was a part
10: of Team Canada. Lance Storm, Storm, Dipper. Yeah.
7: And, and, and you are talking, talking about Team
10: Canada um,
3: and yeah. TNA impact back back in the day.
10: Yeah, Bobby, Cruz, Pete Williams, yeah, okay. Scott DeVore. Right. Or, yeah. he part,
7: right. He was a part he was part of yeah, Lance Storm of Team Canada. That's how Jim Gutter. Right. Now that was that was that was <laughs> that's
3: Oh man, I'm digging this so far. A lot of great situations here, man. The scenarios.
2: Yeah, let's throw, let's throw
5: one more out. What if Doctor Death, Steve Williams, and Terry Gordy teamed up in the states?
9: Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, I think they would have been a good fit for uh, WCW. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think they would have. What year did they. I'm sure they cleaned up in the 90s, right?
5: Uh, it was late 80s, 87, 88, late, out late in
9: Yeah. Yeah, I think at that time they would have been great in the best years for uh, Jim Crocker Corrections. Yeah, but now they, they, were, then,
5: they were mixing the and matching tag teams out there.
10: Speaking of what ifs, uh, I actually seen a wrestling match last night that I never knew even happened. It was James yeah. Nate Roberts versus yeah. Rick Steiner. yeah, I didn't
7: know that. Didn't yes. Know that
10: and it was a great match.
7: I'm sure it was. It was doesn't match. No, Here's it, it wasn't in
10: WWF or WCW. It was, uh, what What company was that? Was it Bill Wilder, I don't even Mid-South? think it was. No, it wasn't Mid-South. Because Rick Steiner wasn't called Rick Steiner. He was called, uh, he was called the last name of his son. He was called Rick and, the, and Rock or That you know, the real last name. Hmm. Mm. Wings, Brink, Here's one
5: that's up. gonna be near and dear to Strow's heart. What if Jim Cornette never started Smoky Mountain Wrestling?
7: Wow! Oh God! What if? I think he'd be.
10: Didn't Robbie Eagle.
5: <laughs> there would have been no, no. New Jack either.
10: No I New think, Jack. I think uh,
5: Bob Armstrong oh would have Oh my start,
10: God! Because.
5: Wasn't it Jimmy that what? booked um, the gangsters
1: first?
9: Right. I think so.
1: There would have been no new chance.
9: No that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that,
3: that. That's what's something to think about, yeah. A, a lot of us got our start in Smoky Mountain, so, gosh, who knows what would have happened.
9: <laughs> yeah, a lot of these, Jimmy, oh,
5: guys. You know what, what's funny, going back to CAC's past, when it was fun... I had had people, I had fans going, oh, you know, that Paul Lee guy, he's not a real nature boy. He's fake. He's this. He's that. And I said, oh, really? You guys don't watch, you didn't watch Smoky Mountain, did you? What do you mean? Well, Jim Cornette had the genius idea of putting Paul Lee and Buddy Landau together as the nature boys. But when you
2: start
7: finding
5: someone's gimmick or their pedigree, know your
1: history.
7: Absolutely. True.
3: Absolutely.
5: <laughs> We're we'll being joined by
1: 843 yeah, four Area Code. Uh, welcome to WCV Retro.
7: Hey,
0: I'm back. I'm back.
7: Tim Tim, welcome back, man. How you doing, brother? How
3: you, how you doing how you doing, how you doing
7: good, man? How you doing? Yeah,
3: man. Speaking of uh, tonight is the big what if.
0: So yeah, um, um yes. Actually, I was looking up um, what you said about uh, Rick Siner and Jake the Snake. Um, yeah, it was back in the uh, UWF. UWF. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. UWF. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that's like the old Mitzvah territory back then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bill Watts. Oh man. Man, there's that, that, so that, that many was, what ifs. Great. So yeah. Yes. That was a great territory at one time, too.
4: It it was.
9: I wanted to to follow up with what Chad was saying. Uh, I mean, Kane, John Jacobs, was working before uh, Swanky Mountain, but he credits Jim Cornette as one of the people that helped him out. So that would have affected probably Mm -hmm. Kane as well because he also played a team taker in Swanky Mountain uh, years prior. Yeah. Uh,
5: You know, Stephen, like you're saying, you you start talking about. You know, who who gave who a shot and gave people an opportunity. What if Jimmy Cornett never put his camera down? Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. You know, what if, what yeah, if he stayed a
5: ringside photographer like Bill After? You don't have yeah, I believe. The, you don't have the mouth to yeah. the side, you don't have James E. Cornette you don't have the Midnight Express. And you sure as hell don't have a Smoky mountain.
9: Yes, both, um, both Cornette and uh, Paul Heyman were uh, originally photographers, I believe. And, uh, yeah, that that would have been uh, a big loss for Bobby Eaton, I'd not having Jim Cornette in his mouthpiece, for sure. Yeah, the weird part is there were a lot of good masters that were
2: photographers.
9: You had Cornette,
5: you had Heyman, you had Scott Romer with Saul Creechman back on – Dick the Bruiser's WWE. You had Carmine mm-hmm. Despirito. Yeah. These guys were all photographers when they first started out.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm the only crazy fool that decided to be a manager right off the bat.
3: Even Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, at one time was a photographer. <laughs> In his younger years.
9: Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering uh, what if Bill After had done more than photography? What if he had done more uh, commentary for, like, a bigger, for, like, a territory or a national company? Mm
4: Because I could
9: see Bill After as a commentator or announcer or something like that. I thought he
2: was
0: real good. Yeah, I mean, as much traveling as Bill does, he would probably be, like, a Mike Tenet now. Right. Yeah, I can see that. But I'm I'm with y'all, you know, you know, talking about photographers. I'm a photographer myself. I'ma just stick behind the camera. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I can see I
9: could see <laughs> Out here as a backstage interviewer. You know, because he's done that. Oh you yeah, know, for his his own website. I'm surprised you
2: mm-hmm.
9: know, WCW didn't uh, take him in or NWA as like, you know, a bigger on camera personality.
6: You know,
5: I, I know that the uh, the business was way more protected back in the 70s and 80s. But if you want to start looking at them in modern terms, the guys that wrote for PWI. The wrestler, inside wrestling, that crew is one of the best creative teams ever in wrestling. I mean, Mm -hmm. you kept people on the edge of their seat in a print magazine. And some of the stories Mm -hmm. that they actually printed were not true at all. But they were entertaining as hell. So there were no professional wrestling magazines.
9: Yeah, i got to go
10: back oh, and try to, to read some of the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, now, I have, a, I have, my have an answer yeah. as to what if. <laughs> yeah. i got an of what if. You had,
5: you had no internet back then. There was no right. cable, so it was local UWF channels. And you had live events. And the only way you got to learn about other territories was through the magazines. So what if there were no magazines?
7: Right. Oh man.
9: Yeah.
7: yeah. Nightmare. Those
9: people. Cool. <laughs> I think you trading? would have to rely on you would have to rely on tape trading alone, but you wouldn't know what to look for if you didn't have the magazines.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
9: All right.
5: Yeah. Okay. You know, even before, like I said, even before the idea of DHS and tape trading, you had your local, you had your local territory. And then even before that, thank God for the actual real newspapers, because that's the only way that the game got spread around during the days of, you know, Jim Londis and Lou Sez and and all those guys back in the 40s and 50s. It was either the print or you went to the matches.
2: Mm
10: -hmm.
3: Brian, you were going to say something?
10: Yeah, uh... What, what if Ed Turner never bought WCW, and what if Jerry Jarrett, uh, along with Dutch Mantel bought WCW, and they were both the co-owners of WCW?
3: Now who who's that again? Co-owners of WCW, you said?
10: Jared Jarrett and Dutch Mantel.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that'd be a very interesting uh, situation there. What do you guys think?
5: <laughs> I think they would have killed each other.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Personalities like that would never have
0: gotten along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Especially Dutch. Oh, man. <laughs>
4: I mean, Jerry,
5: Jerry Jarrett had his hands full with Lawler in terms of direction to take a, a promotion or to take a territory. Dutch was more out there than Lawler could have ever been. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess oh, to get... hey, I'll listen
3: to
2: Hello?
5: Anyway, guys, I got to hop oh. off. But it was a pleasure talking to you okay. all again. I'm definitely going to come back on it next week, but I'll leave you with one more what if, but it's not a wrestling what if. It's a hmm. movie what okay.
2: if. Nice. What
5: if C-A-T actually spelled dog?
2: <laughs> what ah, movie? Ah,
3: ah. <laughs> that, that's a nice uh, Nerds in Paradise reference there.
5: <laughs>
3: uh, yes, tremendous. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Chaz, brother. Much love, man. Later, guys. Uh, take care. I, I, I can't wait to call back next week. Yeah, Chaz is always great. Um, yeah, gosh, you know, that, that's the thing. You know, Dutch Mantel, he was always a great booker. You know, and uh, but the dynamic with him and Jerry Jerry for WCW, oh, gosh. I can't imagine what that would have been like.
10: Wow. Yeah. I I don't really think, I don't really know of another uh, uh, billionaire like Ted Turner or or somebody out in the wrestling at that time that could have uh, ran WCW. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, and you know, another person that another person that was well known. that was a former baseball player, Hank Aaron. I think mean, mm-hmm. Jim Garen would have been the owner of WCW. I don't know if he was a wrestler yeah. or not, but
3: that would have been interesting. Ah, I, I know he's a baseball great, but uh, yeah, as far as wrestling goes, I really wouldn't know how that yeah. would have worked out.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, that'd have been different. I, like, well, I guess he, he, he still would have been playing better than Jim Hurt.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
10: yeah, yeah. Now here, here's another what if, and the what if that could possibly happen sometime down the road? We never. Know. What if over on a that America's top team. Dan, what if he comes out there one night and he's running his mouth and he says, uh, Hey, CM Punk, yeah, I'm talking to you. I don't want you to fight any of these UFC guys. I got a new member. I want to introduce you to Jason Day. What if that happened? Jason who? Jason David Frank who played Tommy on the Power Rangers. Oh, the He great challenged a about years ago at the <laughs> UFC. Hmm.
2: <laughs> well.
9: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's like a real martial artist, bro, so that would be pretty interesting.
7: <laughs> he's really good. Uh,
3: you think so? <laughs>
9: I mean, he, he
10: he actually caught he actually <laughs> caught punk out when he was in UFC and seeing punk Dodged
9: him. He caught I mean,
10: hey, oh, he I think
3: so so, they, so there's history yeah. there. Okay.
9: Yeah, he like Jason David Frank called out a punk like years ago um, for M- yeah. like doing MMA fight. Oh yeah, like I remember that. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, I mean, okay. And it's funny because. Um, I didn't, I didn't watch all the Crown jewel, but they had a uh, Saudi uh, karate guy on there, like an Olympic karate guy. That's, yeah. That was so entertaining. Really yeah, he was a he sil- silver medalist in the Olympic? Yeah.
3: He was a silver medalist? Yeah.
9: I mean, AEW has brought in celebrities before, so it wouldn't surprise me if they brought in someone like a Jason David Trang. I don't
3: think the crowd there didn't care who kicked Ali. He had so much heat there. It could have Jeez.
2: been
3: anybody. Well coming out there and kicking them, they would have uh,
9: cheered. <laughs> Ali had sure, but it was like it was like a nation a national hero. So that was kinda of cool to have another
1: yeah.
9: one of their guys there.
1: Well, so was, he, was you know, did he, did did he represent them, them in the in?
3: Olympics? Did he represent them in the Olympics? Was that the whole story?
9: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a silver
2: medalist
9: okay. for Saudi Arabia. Okay. I, I didn't know who he uh, was either when he when he came out, but yeah. it was a pretty big deal when he
2: unmasked. Because, I, I like, mean, Ali, yeah.
3: Ali, Ali was getting some great heat, man, with Mansoor there. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was a sweet kick. I got to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
10: yeah, do y'all you know anything about whatever Russo was talking about? He said Russo he had his final engagement or final meeting with Vince Man, and it ended. I don't know what he's talking Yay. about. <laughs> yeah. <Woo-hoo. laughs> yeah. You,
2: yeah.
9: I know. Cause, uh.
2: Yahoo. What if um,
9: what if Dutch was was an active wrestler much later than he was? like in the 2000s, 2000, 2000s, because, you know, guys like Brian Danielson kind of like paved the way for these indie smaller guys to kind of get popular in WWE, like Punk and Bryan. So what if Dutch had wrestled in the 2000s? Guys like oh, the been, guys. that
3: that's been good. It, you mm-hmm. know what? Yeah. Dutch has always been a solid wrestler, too. I mean, he was a good booker, good wrestler. I mean, he was a great hand anywhere he went. So for him to be prime, you know, during that era, but that'd have been really cool to witness. Can you imagine the dream um, we could have had with him?
9: When when Dutch was talking about uh, the buy-in and Minoru Suzuki not being a draw, I was like, man, I'd love to see Dutch Mattel with some Minoru Suzuki. Two smaller guys like <laughs> oh. that are just badasses.
3: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
9: It also was um, affected Glenn Jacobs, too, because Dutch was the guy that helped out Glenn and uh, get him, you know, some Puerto Rico work as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dutch told me that many times when we were in Puerto Rico together. You know, truth be known, Dutch helped a lot of guys out. There in the business. Uh, matter of fact, he he was pushing for Scott Hall one time to be world champ.
9: Interesting. And, I wish uh, he would. And, he and, was, and, he and, and Scott, Hall, Scott Hall, There was a time where Scott Hall
3: was on the verge of getting that opportunity. So. <laughs>
9: right. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't happen in the '90s, but I think they wanted Kevin Nash as their big star, Diesel. But um, I think Scott could, you know, been that guy. Yeah, it's it's interesting that Dutch isn't um, in creative or in a top position. Like, I'm surprised he's not in a Michael Hayes position where he's like an agent for a a big company right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, honestly, because he's always been a great booker, you know, wherever he went.
9: Um dr tom what if uh, what if he was working with uh w w e or a e w right now i mean he probably still would be doing that j w uh j p w a with uh kane but it'd be kind of interesting if if he was uh you know at the performance center or somewhere like that or at the Rhodes academy
2: mm-hmm.
3: oh they they sure could use him right now that's for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for both companies could use them, either AEW or WWE. Honestly, I mean, he'd be great at either one.
10: Now I have, have one of right the on. craziest. I got the craziest what if moment yet. Y'all ready?
3: <laughs> Lay it on us, man.
10: <laughs> okay. What if Church never married Stephanie man and Hornswog married Stephanie man and was this McMahon man second
2: Well?
9: That's something you've been playing here for sure. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, that, yeah, uh, gosh. Yeah. Man, that would
2: uh, that would be something.
9: What if uh, what if Ken Kennedy hadn't gotten injured and uh, you know, what if Ken Kennedy had a better run in WWE? Because he would have he could have been Vince's son. He could have won the Money in the Bank, you know, or held that you know longer. Um, oh, yeah, Ken, Ken, Ken Kennedy probably would have been a bigger star had he not you know been hurt. And gotten the heat with Orton later on.
3: Yeah, he was on his way. Uh,
9: interesting. With, yeah.
3: At the time, he was on his way to be getting a bigger push.
9: And you wouldn't have gotten that Hornswoggle uh, reveal or the, you know, with uh, the whole Finley, uh feud.
3: Just just the just picture of Hornswoggle marrying into the McMahon family there is just uh <laughs> trying to put that together <laughs> oh,
10: there. Man, that that d I, I don't even know how the landscape would look because play another person I guess. Right? And big star, but he he wouldn't have been as big. Horns. You know he would be, he would have been stabbed as what? I mean, I'm to say wife.
4: <laughs>
3: but yeah, Ken Kennedy, yeah, Kennedy would have been a, I think a huge deal. Per se.
9: Right, he definitely had the charisma for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I just believe he's still working, and I thought it was kind of cool that. He was including that David Arquette documentary as well.
3: Yeah. Any um,
2: any more what ifs? Uh, let
10: me think. What? What What if? Oh, Don't let's do. Okay. Uh, what if there was a little bit of a sw- switcheroo and WCW kept Steve Austin and East Stone Coast Steve Austin on WCW and then WWF being Vincent Man's Company Brought in Goldberg With his
3: undefeated streak But that stuff Happened It it would depend on quite a few things Actually um, For Hogan
10: to say it I know
3: it, Well but for WCW At the time I don't think their creative process Was a Lot different than WWE's, And for for, for that to happen, WCW Creative would have just had to have undergone an extreme change. Whereas, and same and same thing applies to WD for, for Goldberg actually. So, I mean, the creative processes for both companies would have had been dra- drastically changed on both ends for that would t- to have happened. But uh, I think, that does, I
9: think, you know what I mean? I think Austin McMahon yeah. was a bigger deal, but I think if Austin had been in a similar role than he was in WWE, I think he could have done Austin versus NWO if Sting was feuding with NWO. If he, if he had the redneck, Stone Cold, shaved head, Stone Cold, like, then...
8: Yeah.
9: Yeah. I think him versus NWO would have been interesting, but I don't think Goldberg would have kept the streak as long as he did in WWE. I don't think WWE wants to keep someone with that long, undefeated streak. Look what they did with Karrion Cross. He was undefeated in NXT, and then he loses on his debut. Asuka had a good run with the streak, but then she loses it at WrestleMania. You know, uh, the only person I think has really succeeded with the streak in WWE is Asuka, just because she was on NXT for so long. Ronda Rousey. That's true. That's true. They, They protected Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah. Walter Walter had a pretty good undefeated streak Because he was on NXT UK But, you know A lot of the men now, just Don't have long undefeated streaks on the now, as, far, now, as far as I,
3: it, it, may, it, it may not Would have been Bischoff's idea But if they would have given Austin the leeway To, to Repackage him on, on his own terms, then yes, there probably could have Been a possible stone cold In WCW if that were to happen. But like I said, you know, like we were talking about, you know, the creative process of both companies for him and Goldberg.
10: Okay. I want to, I want to ask you, Mr. Stroh, straight up, because I know you work for Eric Bischoff stuff. I want to know if this is true or not. Tony Khan mentioned yesterday, he did an interview, he said that in WCW that Eric Bischoff Looked around and he told the he told the other guys, undercard guys, even the middle card guys. He said, "Look, Roddy Piper, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan. They're the three guys that are most important in this company." And he actually he would bury the other guys. Is that is that true or
2: false?
10: <laughs> oh my God, where does this stuff come from?
3: Oh Jesus. No, no way. I'm mean, he's full of it, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
10: no straight nobody up. Nobody <laughs>
3: that, That's hilarious. I mean nobody nobody's sitting like that though, up there, man. Shoot. That's just crazy. I, I mean,
4: they, they've
3: been going back they've been going back and forth late as of late, but I mean
2: as
4: far I as know, that goes, I
3: know, I know that <laughs> Brian, did you come up with that, man? Really? <laughs> no, I I read it. I read that.
2: But give us well, don't after. believe
3: everything you read, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: don't believe everything you read, really. Wow. No,
9: man.
2: B- Bishop to me uh, great. I, no, I
9: was going to say, Brian. <laughs> I was going to say, Brian. I mean? When you, if you, if I mean, you had I know. You know, and,
10: I know. that when Bischoff come on the Brian. on the show, and you know, we interviewed him, and. Brian. uh I asked him about the – I'll never finish this thought. Said, he said Hogan and all that didn't have no guaranteed contract. So,
9: hmm.
10: you know, I, I don't Brian. know. I didn't work there. You Brian. did. I don't know. You know, Brian. I'm just – Brian. <laughs> let,
9: me, let me get this out there. If Stone Cold wasn't in If Steve Austin wasn't in WCW Or if Steve Austin wasn't in WCW in 96 You wouldn't have gotten Austin 316 Which elevated him Because you wouldn't have had him facing A a religious Jake Roberts So that would have been a big change So I wanted to get that out there As a follow up to your Austin Goldberg situation
3: Hall Hall and Nashville Made a grand a day whether they worked or not So what does that say? Can you imagine making a grand a day, whether you worked or not? It's amazing. <laughs> now, I wasn't complaining the... what I was getting, but there were people getting a lot, paid a lot more than I was. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I was getting paid pretty good myself. So I wasn't, no complaints there, really. And Flair,
5: right. he,
3: he was getting decent, but there are guys getting paid more than Flair on it, believe it or not.
4: And he'll
0: tell you that. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, wasn't it who, um, uh, you know, Michael Buffer, you know, well, was it a million a night or a million, <laughs> you know, oh, you know oh, Yeah, every, yeah I can believe
2: it. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Insane. <laughs> I mean, there, yep, well, here's
3: your question, Brian. No, no, no one ever told me about the whole you know, these the three guys and everybody else you know, you, you get the crumbs.
9: <laughs> I kinda I got a unlikely what if. I don't think this would ever happen. Okay. But what if Hicks and Gracie had wrestled for the UWF in Japan? Ooh. Cause he was challenged cool. by he was challenged by Takata and uh one of their uh, UWF guys to uh, a fight, and he fought one of their he fought one of the wrestlers in like his dojo, and um, you know was able to you know take care of him and you know brutalize him with the Japanese press, you know capturing it after the fact. Um, what if Hickson had you know been offered enough money to? to wrestle in Japan and you know, that could have been led that could have led to uh a Hickson in, uh, in in wrestling in the States. Possibly you know, WCW, WWE. I think I think if Hickson had not disliked pro wrestling mm-hmm. if he had been comfortable with it, I think he would have been a bigger star in the States as a yeah, even though even, even though he three, is one yeah. of the most legit uh,
3: fighters right. ever, though. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Strong. No, no, I was, I, was uh, I didn't mean to break the train of thought there, but um, you're good. What if we What if we had a WrestleMania main event at one of the WrestleManias with Hulk Hogan and uh, Junkyard Dog, two of the most popular guys at the time, head going head to head for a main event at WrestleMania? Wasn't there a
9: mania? Actually, wasn't there a, wasn't there a mania in Louisiana before WrestleMania Thirty? I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. If, if they yeah. had a WrestleMania yeah. in, if they had a WrestleMania in Louisiana before WrestleMania Thirty, like you know when Junker Dog was wrestling, I think that would have made it even a bigger deal. Yeah,
3: because oh, Junker Dog was
9: a star over there.
3: That would be huge, yeah, because, like you said, he was mega over in that area. Even before uh, WWE, when he was in Mid-South, I mean, he was like Bill Watson's guy, you know what I mean?
9: If they had done them face-versus-face like with, with Warrior Hogan at WrestleMania Five, I think if they had done that in Louisiana, yeah. I think that would have been a big deal. Absolutely. That would have been a good reaction with Junker Dog. Mm-hmm.
10: Right. I just have to quote. Call- Tony Khan to uh, Steve, so he can read over that. What I was talking about. <laughs>
3: We believe you, Brian. <laughs> it's just, you get you get everything you, you hear, though. I mean.
10: Oh, I know. I mean, there, there's. I mean, just let me let, let me tell you a funny story. You brought that up. Before before there was ever the internet and stuff, I never will forget it. My my brother cracked me up, and he he kept one me for this for years, and and he had a right to. I used to buy the w, okay. WCW magazines and the the yeah. uh, magazine Pro Wrestling Illustrated and all that. Well, I bought a magazine one time, and they were talking about all these predictions, and it said that uh, Undertap up in WCW and Powerbomb Vader. And uh, and I t- I told my brother that he said that ain't gonna happen. He said, What's wrong with you? And 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 I and I kept on looking at TV to see if it was gonna happen. He said, hey, you can't believe that. He said, That's a bunch of crap. He said, that Ain't gonna happen. He said, I'm still waiting on Undertaker Powerbomb Vader. Where's he at? You know, <laughs> on W, mm, w- Powerbomb Television. Vader. So.
3: Feel like Kevin Nash trying to firebomb Big Show that one time and
4: <laughs> I yeah, I broke- I Remember that?
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: or or here, here you, yeah. you go Alright Eric Bershaw The 83 weeks Alright That he beat Vince Yeah mm-hmm. Okay Alright Instead of ECW Invading WWF At the time What if they invaded WCW
9: I It would have been interesting Because they've done an invasion before, but um, with the NWO angle, but
2: mm-hmm.
9: I don't think Paul. I don't think Paul liked WCW, and I think that's why he started ECW is because he was so, um, you know, didn't have a good working experience with WCW, and I don't think I don't think Paul and Eric would have got along as well as Vince and Eric. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, Vince and Paul. Because
2: Vince was funding yeah.
9: ECW. I think if if Eric was able to get ECW on their Ted Turner budget, then maybe. Mm-hmm. If he had been funding Paul, then, that, you know, something like that could have happened. But Vince was, like, secretly funding the ECW, like a subsidiary, like Evolve was for WWE recently. Oh, yeah. They shut oh, yeah. Down.
3: Yep. You know during that time period, and if we're talking about like forbidden doors and everything mm-hmm. if you think about brian breman really really uh was way ahead of his time with that because he appeared in literally all three promotions with WCW, ECW, and then w w e you know what i mean when when he was you know doing the whole over the edge type,
9: yeah, it was cannon
3: Persona mm-hmm. he was doing. Yeah, and I mean he literally appeared in all three promotions. You think about it, and 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 that was like uh, way ahead of its time, honestly. You know, as far as like for for appearing like Forbidden Doors that type of thing. So I I I really thought at the time he broke new ground. You know what I mean? And set the stage. Yeah, I think
9: the only one comparable, the only one comparable I think is Austin when he worked in ECW because he was kind of talking about behind the scenes, uh, you Mm -hmm. know. He, how about he wanted to push in WCW and it just didn't happen? I think the only person close to Pillman and that getting you know a lot of the attention, you know, after leaving WCW would probably be awesome. Before that was kind of like the first version of Stone Cold there when he when he shaved mm-hmm. his head there.
3: Think, right. Now nah, here's
10: another what what if moment. Okay. What if? And this is two different what-if moments. What if the that uh, army truck, army tank, the Nitro, from the arena they let they let Triple H and all them drive right down the arena and invade yeah, Nitro, Virginia. WWF.
9: I think it was like the Coliseum, and I think they are coming from the North Scope, is what I believe. Yeah. yeah, what if the yeah that that Brian that is a big what if. You just won the night. Uh yeah, what mm-hmm. if they let them in? That would have been mm-hmm. a big what if JBL yeah. talk, JBL talked about that. Uh JBL talked about that with Road Dog and he said, What if uh what if Haku and uh you know, Ming and Ken Shamrock had met, you know, in a in a fight situation like that. And here here's another
10: what if that I don't ever been discussed. What if when Road Dogg which was Jesus for the other TNA stars when that Orlando, Florida and they showed up at WWE and Rey Mysterio Jr. is out there without a mask on and some of the other WWE stars. What if they showed up and TNA let them through and WWE invaded TNA
9: I think TNA. I mean,
10: let me. I don't Let me rephrase that.
9: TNA yeah. invaded WWE. We it probably well, would I, have been an ECW situation, like in the nineties when they're they're probably using them as a farm league To be honest.
0: Yeah. Now, what I heard was that when they were closing the door for Triple H and them, you know, as they were you know coming up to the door. I had heard that there was actual wrestlers behind the door, wanting to you know jump them when they came in, but management said to close the door.
9: Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they. I'm sure Eric, after the fact, really wanted them in there for TV, but in the moment, yeah, they were told to close the door on them. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I actually heard
10: an, another story as well. I, I heard that yeah. McMahon actually would have shut up and wrestled Eric Bischoff when he challenged him on pay-per-view the McMahon's mm-hmm. graduation. So he couldn't be there. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
10: That would have been interesting.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Because they're going to challenge some on wrestling contest. I would have to go with Vince on that one. <laughs> right now,
2: you know, here's well, one point, guys.
3: Uh, and I've always often wonder if, well, you know what I mean, if, if this could have happened, could have actually happened, if uh, the Great Muda would have had a run with WWE during his prime.
9: Right. Yeah, that that is something mm-hmm. I've asked uh, Bruce Prichard in person, and he just was saying that Muda didn't want to come in, didn't want to learn English. And, well, I mean, the English thing, you could have had him with a manager. You could have had him with a cornet, like they did with Yokozuna. Or Gary Hart. Yeah. Bring in Gary Hart. Like, you could have worked. I couldn't have yeah.
3: been? Right. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine the heat they would have got? Gary Hart and Muda. Oof. I, I
9: awesome. think... I think, I think Muda would have gotten, gotten over to the point where he, they would have had to turn him in the face. They would have had him kind of be like their oriental mm-hmm. Muda, Asian, uh, Asian, uh, ultimate warrior type. Or, uh, right. where he just was so colorful and, you know, and the martial arts. Oh man. The mystique.
3: He I, think he was, I think he
9: could have been their warrior. Career.
3: Right, yeah. The merchandise alone, he would oh, he'd be a millionaire. <laughs> he would be <a> hit. <laughs> the merchandise.
9: Could I think you, yeah, exactly. They could, could have, they could have made masks with the you know the designs of uh, his face paint. They could have made masks with his face paint designs.
3: Yes Oh
10: my
9: gosh. Could you, could you imagine Abdullah the Butcher
10: had a run with the WWE? and he seated with the Undertaker in that set
9: no match a man can. I don't think Abdullah well, the Taker would have great matches.
3: <laughs> Abdullah <laughs> the butcher and his If yeah.
9: Abdullah, if that would happen,
3: Abdullah, there goes Ico go Pro, the world we'll bodybuilder.
9: <laughs> I, you know, Abdullah, <laughs> Abdullah had a really, Abdullah had a really bad match with uh, Zeus in Puerto Rico, but I think Abdullah would have been good during the '80s period, and he, you could have brought him yeah. in. To do a one shot with Hogan, I think Bruiser Brody and Abdullah would have been the perfect opponents for Hulk Hogan during the eighties. Well,
3: well I, yeah, no doubt when, when it was about I, when it
9: was about large and characters. i think in Abdullah wrestle in person.
10: He he fought Tommy Rich. Uh mm-hmm. he his his legs. Uh, uh, he's not able to get around too much, and he. He, the whole match was outside the ring. He didn't even get in the ring. I mean, and well, yeah. with him uh, busting up and Tommy, up. Tommy and Tommy was there, no, no. and then Abdullah finally got ran off by. I mean, he never got in ring at all. And and, uh, and Abdullah's left. was also I What his name was?
9: Yeah, I think the big one would have been. Manager,
10: his, I can't remember his name. The big
9: the big one for me would, would have been Abdullah and Bruce Brody versus Hulk Hogan at any point during Hogan's heyday. I think that would have oh, been that'd great.
3: Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that.
10: Did, didn't Abdullah fight Cause uh, If I he did, he I hadn't seen
9: that. him
10: over in Japan. I think he fought him over in Japan. Possibly. Now. As far as Virgil Brody, now I don't, I don't, I don't think they're believed that. I believe Hogan, and I do wrestled over. I believe I've never seen that. Just like mood Hogan. Is <laughs> there a?
3: I, guys have been great tonight, man. Uh, man, it's just like, uh, you know, these, these what are scenarios? We can't get enough of it. I, I mean, I. The past few weeks have been great. Brian. and I, 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 I think we can go one more week. If what do you guys think?
9: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian, yeah, you're right. You're right. So many. Brian, you're right. It was. It did happen in Japan, but what if it happened in WF yeah. is, is my what if? Mm-hmm. And yeah,
10: I'm doing, so, the but talk about it. I never knew that. <laughs>
3: But if it's all right to you guys, we'll we continue to, we'll continue this on uh next week with the what if. Uh man, a lot of good stuff here. Um uh, you guys got anything you got like to plug
7: real quick?
0: Um I don't have anything coming up soon, uh, which I'll I'll have more next week. Um I'm just going to a show this weekend in Georgia. Um
4: mm-hmm. uh
0: it was it was so it's so big that they actually moved it outside at a ballpark. Um so, you know, me personally I can't wait to go this weekend. Um uh but yeah, like like I said, uh, definitely for um, next week I'll have you know, I'll I'll have a list of, you know, upcoming shows and stuff. You know, happening around awesome. uh you know, North Carolina and Georgia, stuff like that.
3: Oh great, okay. Negative. Um uh, mm-hmm. any, any, any more plugs guys? Uh
10: I don't I don't have a plug but I, I do have a special prayer request. Uh, my mom went Tuesday to have a her heart and every, everything came back good. Uh, uh night she started feeling bad, her stomach started hurting. and her back started Uh she went to the doctor this morning. Said they said diverticulitis again. The um, pain still hurting, uh, and better she did, did but she still don't feel too good. She got to go Monday to uh, see the in um, gastro- and then after that she got to wait four weeks after his current um, diverticulitis she has. That she's going and try to find out what's going on uh, with her, but it's just your prayers. And uh, also, I have a request also for um, my Marrow and his brother Joel Marrow. I don't know if y'all heard or not, but uh, Joel Marrow's 14 um, month old grandson uh, died in his sleep. And uh, they're devastated, right? And uh, all the prayers they can get. That is uh, the other right, got Definitely. A, uh,
3: I got a what if I can't wait.
9: I got, a, I got a what if that can't wait for next week. Um, what if the brood had lasted longer than it did in the movie? Because I think they would have gotten super, super big. You know, you probably wouldn't have gotten the comedy Edging Christian right away. But Gangrel probably would have been a bigger star had Brood been around longer. I mean, he had been wrestling uh, more in that trio. Instead of doing the Ministry of Darkness, uh, you know, combination with Brood. I think their entrance alone would have been a bigger, you know, they would have been good merch sellers, I think. Interesting. I mean, because Edge, uh, you know, he brought that brood entrance back, you know, for that uh, SummerSlam. And that was a big deal this year because was almost about to get booked. And I think uh, it would have been uh, interesting for sure if they had brood versus ministry. And they had a like an Undertaker, Gangrel feud. WWE, I think that would have been cool. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, um, plugs. I'm looking forward to uh, UEW United Elite Wrestling on uh, November 13th. Um, Also looking forward to AEW in Norfolk on the 17th. So November is going to be a fun month. uh, was really uh, happy to uh, went to a local jujitsu seminar with uh, world champion uh, Margot uh, Nomadic Mars, so that was pretty cool. Uh, getting to learn some of that with her uh, in class, and um, yeah, just looking forward to wrestling next month. And uh, also got to catch up on G1 Climax. I believe it finished today, and. Uh, big return of one of my favorites. Sabata happened this morning, so going to go back and watch that. But um, uh, thanks for having me on and talking about uh, wrestling. On what if? Looking forward to a uh, retro next week. Oh yeah,
10: yeah and, uh, thank I think on. To you. I've got yeah. I've got one more what if that uh, then the Steve's. That, they cannot wait the next week. I just happened to. Okay, go ahead. What if? <laughs> okay, what if? What if the brew you get get and Christian stayed together, and Vince man Brian Vampira, Shaggy Tudo, Jaden St. Clinton impossibly, they all three, all six of them, had a feud with each other.
9: Oh, the dark carnival In WWE or WCW? Yeah,
10: and that's a. It's a dark because they
9: they had well they had the oddities, so maybe if they've gotten vampiro they signed vampiro you know maybe that could have happened i vampiro yeah. and gangrel get don't get along like personally, even though gangrel oh, they is over it. yeah there's there's <laughs> some oh. there's some uh you yeah, know there's some beef between them and it's mostly from Vampiro side. But um mm-hmm. uh, he's addressed it on YouTube. But I think if they'd gotten if they were able to work together in WWE, I think that could have been an interesting feud for sure, uh Vampiro Gangros uh, and what, what don't yeah, funny thing
10: is. you up for next week, okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't yeah. have any more no, what yeah. else but I I was just gonna mention that it's funny to me how a lot of some of the guys don't, you know, don't get a lot, but they're at the conventions together. I guess it's just because every that's that's the a a rest You know, to be there, and, <laughs> yeah. Even though, yeah, go a lot,
9: well, don't get a lot, So, well, both, I was both are cold. both are cool, oh. but yeah. I heard I heard Yangaros <laughs> talk about it. What were we
0: gonna say? uh were we gonna say? uh Tim. Yeah. Um, well, I was just told uh, from someone here on Facebook, um, to, I had to mention, um, I don't mean to, you know, go off your November 13th event, but <laughs> I was told to mention no, this because I was, I was told we're, um, since I'm on here to mention it too. Um, Saturday, November 13th, uh, PWF, mm-hmm. we're having an event in Clover, South Carolina at Clover high school. And, uh, okay. you, you know, um, you know, so you'll like this. We're going to have Rock and Roll Express. Uh, nice. Baby Doll. Perfect 10. Baby Doll. Oh, wow. We're going to have Cold Off Dynasty with Nikita.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And a good old friend, wrestling legend, referee, Tommy Young. Fantastic. What a card. Yes. So that's uh, Clover High School uh Saturday is the thirteenth, uh for PWF or Patriot Wrestling um you know, federation.
3: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well that that's great. If you guys are in the area <laughs> November, man, uh check them out. That's a, that's from Thank you, Tim. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh thank you guys as always. You guys, you guys make the show as always. Thank you so much. Uh, be sure to catch archives of tonight's show on VSCNation.com. Look for WCW Retro and What If? Uh, we're going to be tuning my What Our What If series next week, as as well as next week's going to be our Halloween special here in WCW Retro. So I'm uh, looking forward to that. So um, yeah, tell you, tell your friends, family, fans, everybody, come come join us next Thursday night. Should be a lot of fun. And with that, you guys have a great rest of the weekend and we'll leave out with some Midnight Express. Have a great one.